0: You are listening to a podcast from West Hill United Church, located in Scarborough, Ontario, Canada. These podcasts are made possible by the generous support of our listeners, volunteers, and members of our community. To donate, go to our website, www.westhill.net, and click on the Canada Helps button, or go to www.westhill.net forward slash donate.
1: We wish to acknowledge that we are on the traditional territory of the Mississaugas of the New Credit First Nations lands. Which lands were previously occupied by the Seneca and Huron-Wendat First Nations? Good morning. It's nice to see that we survived the time change. Some of us survived it. Thanks. Don't turn around and look if somebody comes in about halfway through the
2: service.
3: Grounded, Guided, Growing.
0: A time for centering. From Scott Kearns.
2: Um, we often at this point talk about um, a reminder of our, our commitment to ground ourselves in life and to guide ourselves by love and to keep growing in wisdom. But I wanted to cast it this time uh, in in the thought of all women through the ages, of course, but even right now in your workplace, in your, in your life, that struggle to keep grounded in life because of the difficult in life outweighing the good in so many ways. And that can be right here in this room, that could be everywhere, um, and, and whose role, whose roles are being played in that. So for those that are seeking to be guided by love but are not getting much of it, and for those that need the wisdom to know what to do next, um, the, the, uh, uh, a small version of the vocal ensemble is going to lead a song that was dedicated to a very troubled happening in Montreal years ago, uh, and then they will be inviting you to remain seated and, and sing the song with us, so we could come up.
0: Focused Moments from Greta Bosper.
4: So today is a participatory Sunday. Uh, many of you have been here in our longest night services will know that uh, as people come up to get their candle bracelets and their candle, they line up in the center. And my hope is that we will have a lineup in the center. Uh, you'll see on the lower table, there are uh, 42 sheets. We will get through as many as we can. And you, I, you are invited to pick the sheet up, uh, say the name of the individual whose picture is gonna show up on the screen, um, and that means a best guess at how it's pronounced because some of them, of course, are uh, not straight n- normal pronunciation uh, that we might be able to take right straight off the page. Um, and then take a rock uh, when you're finished reading that and throw it up on the floor up toward the stairs. Uh, we're hoping that they get far enough up that we don't put people at risk by rolling them down the aisles. So if you can roll them up to the front as you do that. So today's Women Rock is uh, is focused, uh, each year we focus it on something, uh, something uh, different. Last year, I think it was uh, black women, it's been indigenous women. Uh, we've learned incredible things as we've done that. And so today, our focus is women in climate change. And uh, I'm focusing on that, not just because climate change is one of the most important uh, topics for discussion and action right now. But also because I'm inspired uh, by what it is that women are doing, and that they often uh, aren't seen as doing them. Can you bring that first slide up? There, excellent. Um, Vulnerability is differentiated by gender uh, in the world, and the when when catastrophes that are brought about because of the result of uh, the disasters that climate change are wreaking on the world, it's often women who bear the brunt of that. Uh, In developing countries or non-developing countries, as you might like to choose to uh, refer to them, where women are responsible often for the agriculture, for the water and the food, uh, when there is a disaster in their uh, land, they often have to go further. They take care of those who are ill. Uh, They have to journey further to get clean water, uh, and they have to try to piece together something that will allow the the family to survive. Often, uh, men are more mobile at those times and uh, can leave the community, meaning that the work that the women have to do is is, uh, higher than normal. And so... The International Panel on Climate Change has noted that uh, women are the more vulnerable when it comes to climate issues, Uh, and so they have raised that as a significant piece. However, women are also uh, the gender that is is more adaptive. They're, They're faster to shift the way they do something in order to benefit their families and the communities around them. And so uh, we look to them for opportunities to correct and deal with climate because those things that they do in the developing world with their families and their communities can be uh, used to, by larger organizations to assist in the work um, of support and change and preparation. Um, often against men's wishes, they take on an active role of what was traditionally considered a male's task, um, they're more effective at mobilizing the community to respond to disasters, and they develop new skills. They take on new things, and you'll see a couple of people who have done that, such as natural resource and agricultural management, uh, which help to make some uh, differences uh, to the world. So that's all I'm going to say about about the introduction here, and now we're going to uh, move in. I'm, I am going to do my focus moment, which I told Scott I wasn't going to do, but I am going to do it because uh, it'll get us in that spirit. There isn't a moment goes by that some woman somewhere doesn't take a long, hard look at her life and begin to think, to think for herself. There isn't a moment goes by that some woman somewhere doesn't sort through her thoughts and begin to put two and two together. There isn't a moment goes by that some woman somewhere doesn't rub those two plus two thoughts together and come up with a view of the world that she would never even considered before. There isn't a moment goes by that some woman somewhere doesn't realize she has a choice and that whether she takes it or not, she'll have made her choice. There isn't a moment goes by that some woman somewhere doesn't get up and walk out of her life, out of what has been, out of the stories she's told herself, out of the truths she thought were hers, out of the lies we've lined up for generations. There isn't a moment goes by that some woman somewhere doesn't step into a new moment, a new reality come wrapped in fear, and know the exhilaration of her own self. And there isn't a moment goes by that some man somewhere doesn't see himself reflected in that woman's eye and wonder. So I invite you to line up behind me. Next slide, Peter. Fumzil Nambo Nguka is the UN Undersecretary General and Executive Director of UN Women. Climate change and gender equality are arguably two of the greatest sustainable development challenges of our time. Climate change affects the entire planet and all peoples, though not in the same way or to the same degree. Gender inequality, meanwhile, denies full human rights to half the population and fuels discrimination and violence. The key to tackling both issues effectively is understanding the many ways in which they are interlinked. Women rock.
5: Odina DeBarca Vieira is the UN Women Program Specialist in Mozambique. She tells the story of Gloria Mambanda, who was forced to leave school when she became pregnant. Now at age 34, after divorcing her husband, she's taking a second chance in getting an education. When young women married, DeBarca explains it's a lifetime of deprivation and abject poverty for the girl or woman from the very onset of marriage. Physical and financial violence is, following, is the following stage. It is essential that we understand the relationships between the efforts of climate change and the persistent of violence against women, including through harmful socio-cultural practices such as child marriage. Integrating these gender issues into our disaster and human ter- humanitarian response is about doing our job right.
1: Women rock. India Logan Riley, Maori Indigenous Activist. India Logan Riley hails from the Gadadi, K- Kungunu, Ki, Haratonga and currently resides in Auckland where she is studying archaeology. She has attended the UN climate talks for the last four years and used, used her learnings to create opportunities for more Indigenous youth to get involved in these negotiations. Back in the Ayatura, India, is the convener of Ara Watu, a youth organization comprised of young Maori and Pacific peoples working at the intersection between climate justice and indigenous rights. Women rock.
6: Mm-hmm.
7: poet and artist Tessa Gordes from an article on why people would make art about climate change. I would argue that as well as living in a time of climate collapse, we also live in a time of cultural collapse and inability to make sense of our lives. Loss of meaning, loss of community is manifested in loneliness, suicide, addiction, knife crime, and, yes, the rise of so-called political populism. Culture-making is an essential human activity in all societies, and we need more than ever to do this together. We are, whether we recognize it or not, in the words of Harper Lee's, bound by a common anguish about the loss of habitat, species, the world as we know it, poet and artist. Women rock.
8: Naomi Klein This Changes Everything Arguably one of Canada's most prominent climate activists Naomi Klein Klein is best known for her books No Logo Shock Doctrine as well as This Changes Everything Capitalism versus the climate A fearless critic of capitalism her latest mission has been to fight for reduced emissions she argues that a significant decline in fossil fuel emissions has yet to be achieved because capitalism and greed are prohibiting the necessary changes that need to be made in order to protect the environment. Along with husband A. V. Lewis, she released a documentary also called This Changes Everything in tandem with the book. In recent weeks, Klein has joined the Kinder Morgan Trans Mountain Pipeline protests Telling CBC that project is totally incompatible with taking climate change seriously. She is also being vocal about her belief that unrestrained corporate greed is at the root of the climate crisis, standing up against corporations and governments despite any controversy that often ensues. Women rock.
3: Savi
0: Galati Lad, 17, Toronto. Savi joined Climate Justice Toronto in 2019 and has used it as an opportunity to canvass, attend protests, build workshops and gain confidence in her outreach skills. She says taking part in the global climate movement has changed her. My work in activism has allowed me to become more secure in my identity, and I now have something in my life that I feel really proud to be part of. Women rock.
9: Marie Arante. Typhoon Haiyan, known locally as Super Typhoon Yolanda, was a Category 5 storm that hit the Philippines in 2013. With winds at more than 150 miles per hour, Haiyan is still considered one of the most powerful typhoons of all time. The intensity and impact of this disaster was exacerbated by climate change. Rosemary Arante was a 48-year-old farmer when Haiyan hit. She lost everything accessing international programs of emergency support, Rosemary embraced available business and agricultural training. She was one of the first participants and has been instrumental in its development. Now she is a small business owner with a brick and mortar shop, selling seeds, tools, and other farming supplies. Rosemary works around the clock, waking up at 1 a.m. to transplant seedlings. By 9 a.m., she makes her way to her community to help train other farmers on how they can improve their businesses. Through growing vegetables, Rosemarie explains farmers can earn money twice a week. Previously, farmers would grow produce, such as corn, and would not earn money for months at a time. She says earning money more, frankly, is helping farmers better support their families. Women rock. Oh.
3: Dr. Susan Kaminsky's. Back in 20, 000, or 2014, a single dandelion was spotted growing on coarse tailings from the oil sands in Alberta. Knowing that this was far from a hospitable environment, Dr. Kaminsky, a biology professor at the University of Saskatchewan, got to work figuring out why such a plant could exist in conditions like this. She discovered a fungus growing on the dandelion that allowed it to inhabit harsh living quarters, and perhaps even more surprisingly, has the potential to clean up the coarse tailings it grows in. As of right now, there are approximately 800 square kilometers of coarse tailings currently awaiting revegetation, which when it's done now is extremely challenging and costly to do But thanks to Dr. Kaminsky's research, there is excitement over the possibilities for cleaning up the petrochemicals in oil sands tailings with something as unexpected as a fungus. Women rock.
6: Susie Ami Cameron, a noted environmental advocate, author and mom of five, Susie Ami Cameron is focused on plant-based food solutions to address climate change. She is the author of OMD, the simple plant-based program to save your health and save the planet and the founder of the OMD movement to transform eating habits and the food system. In 2005, she funded uh, MUSE, I guess MUSE School CA, with her sister Rebecca, Me, MUSE is the first school in the U.S. to be solar-powered, zero-waste, with an organic, plant-based lunch program. Based on MUSE's pedagogy and curriculum, MUSE Global External Link is franchising the, the, the model worldwide. In 2012, she founded a plant power task force focused on showing the impact of animal agriculture on climate change with her husband, James Cameron. Susie and her husband <coughs> have also founded Verdient Food in Canada and Cameron Family Farms and Food Forest Organics in New Zealand, along with OMD Foods. A vertically integrated seed to fork food company. In 2009, she launched Red Carpet Green Dress External Link, showcasing sustainable and ethical fashion annually at the Academy Awards. Susie has produced documentaries, including The Game Changers External Link, a film on world class plant based athletes. As an actor, she was featured in more than 25 films, including The Usual Suspects and Titanic, Women Rock.
10: Melina Labucan Massimo is a climate and energy campaigner with Greenpeace Canada and the Indigenous Knowledge and Climate Change Fellow for the David Suzuki Foundation. She's also helping to bring renewable energy to indigenous communities developed as part of her graduate studies project. She is responsible for helping to launch the Pitapan Solar Project, a 20.8 kilowatt renewable energy installation that powers the health center in Little Buffalo, Alberta, her hometown. She's helping to empower other indigenous communities in Canada by providing them with solar panels. Lubicon Solar, the company that her initiative helped to create in Little Buffalo, recently donated panels to the Tiny House Warriors, a group of activists and supporters from the Sekwemek tribes in B.C., opposed to the pipeline expansion, who are constructing tiny houses to place in its path. Women Rock
11: Isra Hershey. Hershey sixteen from Minneapolis, US, co-founded the US Youth Climate Strike earlier this year after initially getting involved in her school's green team. She is particularly interested in climate justice after seeing how global warming is affecting non-white communities around the world. People are already dying and suffering today because of the climate crisis in countries like Bangladesh and Mozambique, which are suffering from cyclones, hurricanes, and drought. My parents are from Somalia, which in the past few years has suffered extreme droughts. When those affected are black and brown people, don't really talk about it. The people in these frontline communities know their communities and the solutions the most. Allowing them to lead this movement is crucial. I feel it is important for me as a black woman to use the platform I have to talk about this. People of color have voices and they deserve to be heard. Women rock.
7: Lillian Williamson, 15, Burnaby, B.C. At the start of 2019, Lilla helped organize her first strike in Vancouver. Since that time, she has organized six more strikes, including a march of more than 150,000 people in September 2019. She describes the most impactful moment of 2019 when she led the global climate strike in Vancouver. I took a deep breath, clambered up onto the somewhat precarious stage and looked out to see a never ending ocean of people. It was breathtaking. All I remember thinking in that moment was, we are so powerful, youth are powerful, women rock.
12: Veronisis Mama Mesamoa, leader of Rakiraki's women's group, president of the Rakiraki Market Vendors Association, Fiji. We want to empower our market vendors to be climate resilient. In February 2016, Tropical Cyclone Winston devastated Fiji. Showing the heightened vulnerability of people living in the Pacific Islands, where climate change has led to a series of increasingly severe cyclones in the recent years. With farms, markets, including the Rakiraki Market and its accommodation center for rural women destroyed, livelihoods of market vendors such as Veronese Mesamoa were compromised. But today, through UN Women's Markets for Change (M4C) project, Moa, age 39, has not only got back on her feet, she has also become a strong leader in her community. As leader of Rakiraki's women's group, and now as president of the Rakiraki Market Vendors Association. Her insights are critical in helping UN Women adapt its existing M4C project to provide humanitarian support to market vendors impacted by the cyclone. Rakiraki Markets reconstruction is currently underway featuring category five cyclone resilient infrastructure, a rainwater harvesting system, flood resistant drainage, and a gender responsive design. Women rock. Guelza
13: Chavodze. More than two million people across Mozambique, especially in the southern and central regions, have been affected by severe drought since 2015 the prolonged crisis has exhausted household food stock, disrupted lives and livelihood. For Mozambique women and girls who are primarily responsible for managing food and water for their families, the drought has also meant increased work burden and earlier marriages, leading to lost childhood, educations, and opportunities. Guelza Shivodzi was prevented from going to school by her husband, who was afraid she would find other men. When he was convicted of a criminal offense, Guelza did go back to school, taking it upon herself to become an activist, in quotes, to become an activist in my community and raise awareness of other girls about the need to go to school and defend themselves against child marriage and gender-based violence. Women rock.
14: Natalia Naranjo, 19, from Mexico City, is a member of the environmental group Nosotros por la Selva. Natalia is studying sustainable development engineering at university. President Lopez Abrador in Mexico said he wanted another coal-powered plant for electricity. We don't need that. You have to invest in sustainable energy. I would like the government and corporations and big industries to take actions on this. Coal is the most polluting way of creating energy. You can use nature instead, the sun, the wind, or water. We want every house to have solar panels, Every hospital to be powered by wind energy. As part of my university course, we're learning about new technologies. We have to create new solutions to tackle the climate crisis. Women rock.
3: Emma
0: Marnick, 17, of Whitehorse, Yukon. Emma worked alongside other climate strikers to encourage Whitehorse Mayor Don Curtis to declare a climate emergency. She convinced politicians to consider banning single-use plastics in Yukon. She encourages young activists in the climate movement to reuse plastic as much as possible, eat local, and have a plant-based diet. Every little bit
3: helps. Women rock.
15: My favorite one, Greta Thunberg, international climate activist. Thunberg began her school climate strike in August 2013. She credits the concept of striking for the climate to the youth who refused to return to school after the shootings at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas School in Florida. Since that time, Thunberg has become an international activist and spokesperson for youth and young adults and has been a catalyst for climate advocacy movements around the world. Each time Thunberg is maligned by political or economic interests, she credits it a triumph and an indication that climate activists are winning. Most powerfully, her speech to the UN in 2019 during which she famously called representatives out with how dare you further strengthening her position as the most significant activist regarding the climate the world has yet seen women rock <laughs>
16: Ali Ruga 20, Toronto. Ruga got started the, the Fridays for Futures movement in Toronto. She has helped coordinate large climate strikes, including the global climate strike on September 27, 2019, and the Black Friday strike. I want to see hubs of resistance emerge everywhere, because to me, what we need is organized outrage. I think the rage is here. Let's focus that rage and the energy of the youth in a way that challenges the system as well as possible. Her tip for young activists, if your activism just starts at the dinner table, perfect. Activism is not just screaming into a megaphone. It's standing up for what you believe in. So just tell yourself every day that in all your roles, you are capable of changing mindsets and behaviors. Women rock.
17: Marina Silva is a Brazilian politician and environmentalist. A central figure in the deforestation projects, protests, I'm sorry, with the late Chico Mendes, Marina Silva helped establish a 2 million hectare reserve managed by traditional communities. In the early 1980s, Silva became, with Mendes, one of the architects of the Empates peaceful demonstrations by forest-dwelling rubber tappers against wanton deforestation and the expulsion of forest communities from their traditional holdings. The major mobilizing tactic of the rubber-tapping unions, the empates, became famous as an example of grassroots resistance to wholesale environmental, environmental destruction. Undaunted by the assassination of her mentor, Chico Mendes in 1986, Silva continued to push for the creation of empates. She is currently the spokeswoman for the Sustainability Party of Brazil. During her political career, Silva served as Minister of the Environment from 2003 to 2008. Silva is generally considered to be A centrist and an environmentalist. Women rock. Not far.
18: (laughs) Autumn Peltier, indigenous water carrier. At just 13 years old, this exceptional activist has been unwavering in her quest to solve one of the country's most overlooked issues the lack of safe drinking water in indigenous communities across the nation. Inspired in part by her Aunt Josephine, a water walker who works to nourish the sacred element and Anishinaabe teens advocacy has already driven her to lead protests. Speak in front of the United Nations, make personal plea to Prime Minister Justin Trudeau to prioritize the matter and earn a nomination for the Children's International Peace Prize. However, it's Peltier's extraordinary ability to speak with true poise and rousing vulnerability at all at, all at once that will ensure her message is heard for decades to come and inspires countless Canadians to join her in the fight. Women rock.
5: Mary Robinson, the founder of the Mary Robinson Foundation for Climate Justice. Ms. Robinson is an Irish independent politician who served as the seventh president of Ireland from December 1990 to September 1997, becoming the first woman to hold this office. She also served as United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights from 1997 to 2002. In 2010, she set up the Mary Robinson Foundation, Climate Justice. The foundation aims to be a center for thought leadership, education, and advocacy on the struggle to secure global justice for those many victims of climate change who are usually forgotten. The poor, the disempowered, and the marginalized across the world. In October of 2014, Robinson attended the One Young World Summit in Dublin. During a session with fellow elder Kofi Annan, she encouraged 1,300 young leaders from 191 countries to lead on, interna- excuse me, on intergenerational issues such as climate change and the need for action to take place now, not tomorrow. She was appointed Chair of Elders upon the death of Kofi Annan In 2018. Women rock.
19: (laughs) Nakabai Hilda F. Nakabai Hilda F. continues to campaign to raise awareness of the hazards of climate change and plastic pollution. However, she's now leading a figure in Uganda's Friday for future climate marches and the growing youth movement around climate change and environment sustainability. <clears throat> her Activision comes from fear. She fears the future of her country since several countries in Africa, including Uganda, are at risk of desertification. We have experienced immense heat in the month of January, and also February is very hot. They also lead to food insecurity because agriculture is affected when there is too much heat. Her goal is to garner enough attention around the world and in her country to eventually hold protests and climate events in Uganda. Climate change is dangerous for us all. Its final blow will be unknown if we do not do something about it. Got a big one.
20: Catherine McKenna, former Minister of Environment and Climate Change. Catherine McKenna was appointed Minister of Environment and Climate Change in Justin Trudeau's first cabinet on November 4, 2015. One of her first appearances as Minister of Environment and Climate Change was at the 2015 United Nations Climate Change Conference in Paris. In December 2016, McKenna led a clean energy, sec- clean technology sector business delegation with Canada and Chinese companies in China. Additionally, she served as the international executive vice chair of the China Council for International Corporation, on environment and development, and co-chaired the Council's annual general meeting with China's Minister of Environmental Protection, Minister Chen Jining. In November 2018, in response to the Government of Ontario's decision to cancel all climate action projects supported through the Federal Low Carbon Economy Fund, McKenna announced that the government of Canada would work directly with businesses to reinvest the $200 million remaining in the province's low-carbon economy fund. Women rock.
2: Just move it up.
21: Ridhima Pandey, India. Most young children spend their time playing outside, but at nine years old, Radhima Pandey was busy suing the Indian government over its failure to address climate change in 2017. Her ongoing lawsuit is part of a growing legal movement to hold governments that have failed to act on climate change accountable. The movement is driven by young people who see climate change as threatening their ability to access their basic human rights to things like food, water, and a safe place to live. In her lawsuit, Pandey called on the government to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, develop a carbon budget strategy, and create plans for recovering from the effects of climate change. Quote, My government has failed to take steps to regulate and reduce greenhouse gas emissions, which are causing extreme climate conditions. End quote. She wrote in her petition. This will impact both me and future generations. Women rock. Jacqueline
0: McLeod is a British-born Canadian marine biologist and an environmental informatics professor. Her research concerns the spatial and nonlinear dynamics of ecosystems, climate change, and scenario development. She was executive director of the European Environment agency from 2003 to 2013, where she was on leave from her post as Professor of Environmental Informatics at University College London. Between 2014 and 2017, she was Chief Scientist and Director of the Science Division of the United Nations Environment Program based in Nairobi. She is currently Professor of Resilience and Sustainable Development at the University College London Institute for Global Prosperity, and Faculty of Engineering and Professor and Director of the Senegal Research Center at the Masai Mara University, Kenya. Women Rock.
4: Thank you. I'm going to just ask Peter to go through these slides. Um, as we, I'm just gonna read their names as we go through. Uh, Julia Martin Lefebvre, French US environmentalist and academic. Fiona Godley is a UK physician who's written on a broad range of issues, including the impact of environmental degradation on health. Christiane Figueres, who really is the person who made the Paris Accord happen. Gro Harlem Brundtland, uh, three times Prime Minister of Norway. Franny Armstrong is a U- UK filmmaker. Uh I think her film is called The Age of Stupid, which has to do with a- environmental decline. Kate Rayworth, renegade economist known for donut economics. Um, Kate Rayworth also, uh, uh, in response to the fact that there are so many, so few women uh, in science, who are included in the work on, um, global climate issues, uh, said, why don't we just call it the Manthropocene? Um, because there are no women in science, but I think that we should call it the Manthropocene for exactly the opposite reason. That the, what we're watching happen in the world and the climate is, uh, brought about primarily, uh, by, as one of them said, economic greed in corporations and most of those uh, continue to be led by men. Uh, Oladosu Adineke is a climate activist at the age of 24. Marinel Sumuk Ubaldo, a Filipino activist who stepped up after Typhoon Haiyan as well. Suhad Azanud 53 from uh, the village of Kassan, Morocco, where uh, women and agriculture is beginning to be more focused. Uh, Particularly like this one, women drivers uh, who uh, use far less fuel when they're driving because they're not as aggressive. Men when they go into the store always ask about fuel efficiency, women don't. Uh, Men look like they're concerned about fuel efficiency until they actually get their foot on the pedal apparently. Nguyen Gok Lee, uh, from Vietnam, is again, uh, one of the women who's transforming women's ag- agriculture. Flora Mazwangoni, 54, a farmer from Gyani, Village in Limpopo province in South Africa, had 1,800 chickens. A thousand of them were taken out uh, through uh, some of their uh, drought, I believe it was. Uh, she now farms uh, and is able to uh, feed herself, her family and community with uh, goods that, like uh, the other woman who noticed, are goods that are available in a short period of time and don't take months to develop. Alita Miller, the representative for UN Women's Fiji Multi country office. Angeline, a care-sponsored engineer in Zimbabwe, who uh, in the photo is uh, fixing uh, uh, water that makes uh, it possible for women to actually stay in their community rather than have to move, and it was damaged during one of the climate disasters. Rahena uh is uh, from Bangladesh. Used to predominantly use fish. She had her own uh, pool with fish and shrimp in it, which she would catch every day and sell at the market. That was destroyed, of course, by a climate situation. So now she is learning to farm and do other things uh, that can support her family and her community. And this last slide is the United Nations uh, International Women's Day symbol uh, for the theme for this year, uh, which is each for equal. Uh, In other words, that everyone be responsible for the equality of women. Uh, Make it your thing. Uh, Make sure that it's not just a women's thing. Uh, And I'm hoping that uh, during the coffee time, people will pull out their phones and they'll take pictures of other people making that symbol, uh, each for equal. You can practice it now if you'd like like both hands are down one up uh, one down you can practice that and make sure you get in front of somebody's phone get a picture taken and we'll get them all sent to annie and we'll make sure that they get on on the net to show our support of women because women really do rock thank you to what many people probably believe. When someone says something to me that I don't understand or that I don't agree with and I'm kind of trying to figure out where they're coming from, I silence myself. I don't say what I need to say. I accept that uh, almost universal belief that women are probably not as smart as men. And I don't say the things that I should say. That belief, and we who are women, who have found our place of silence too easy, must remember that women are just as smart and just as capable and should be just as loud as men. So across every profession and every scholarly undertaking, may women find a voice. May they do the work that they need to do. Because goodness knows we are needed now. Go from this place in peace.
21: If every person in the world had a true cause for freedom, if every nation raised its children in a culture of peace, of peace if, if all our sons, sons and all our daughters
19: You have been listening to a
0: podcast from West Hill United Church located in Scarborough, Ontario, Canada. These podcasts are made possible by the generous support of our listeners, volunteers, and members of our community. To donate, go to our website, www.westhill.net, and click on the Canada Helps button, or go to www.westhill.net forward slash donate.